the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, time to mask up. Yeah, Aunt Rachel has spoken, and there are new rules for us to follow. We can't travel out of state, then come back unless we quarantine for 14 days. No visitors, uh, let's see, from out of state, unless they've been tested negative in the last 72 hours. And then... Uh, of course, there are the masks. Uh, Got to wear them inside all the time, and that includes inside your own home if you have visitors from another household, which you're really not supposed to have. This, of course, is just in time for Thanksgiving, uh, and so you're, so you're not allowed to have more than 10 people or two households worth of people, I guess it is, at your house. And if they do come, everybody wears a mask. Now, I don't know about your household, but I can tell you it's not going to happen in mine, Okay. Instead of taking advice from a very confused pediatric psychiatrist with bad hair, I'm going to go with information from the Association of American Surgeons and Physicians. They came out with a report in late September that said masks, unless they're surgical masks and properly worn, are useless and sometimes worse than no mask at all. So I'm going with them, okay? Here are some of their conclusions. This is from their report. The virus may survive on the surface of the face masks. Self-contamination through repeated use and improper doffing is possible. Of course, uh, the question is, do you properly doff? A contaminated cloth mask may uh, transfer a pathogen from the mask to the bare hands of the wearer. Moisture retention, reuse of cloth masks, and poor filtration may result in increased risk of infection. Did you get that? How often do you reuse your mask? And if you are reusing it, then you might be increasing your chances of getting the disease. And here's another one. Cloth masks should not be recommended for healthcare workers, particularly in high-risk situations. And here's some more for Aunt Rachel. Potential increased risk of self-contamination due to the manipulation of face mask and subsequently touching eyes with contaminated hands. Okay, so you're moving your mask. Do you, do you touch your mask ever? Uh, I'm thinking you do, probably a lot, if you're, if you're in a situation where you have to wear it a lot for a long period of time. Potential self-contamination that can occur if non-medical masks are not changed when wet or soiled. So do you keep your masks clean? Uh, this can create favorable conditions for microorganism to amplify. So if, you're, if your mask is wet or soiled, then you are actually uh, creating favorable conditions for the microorganism organism to amplify. Potential headache and or breathing difficulties, depending on the type of mask used. And here's a good one. According to Dennis, wearing masks increases dryness, which leads to a decrease in saliva. It is the saliva uh, that fights bacteria. Result is decaying teeth, receding gum lines, and seriously sour breath. Gum disease or periodontal disease will eventually lead to strokes and an increased risk of heart attack. So if you're someone who's forced to wear a mask for long periods of time at work, uh, you might you might actually be increasing your chances of dying of a heart attack. Other than that, I guess it makes perfect sense for everybody to be wearing masks everywhere they go, including, of course, in their own homes. So keep wearing that mask, and we're going to get that curve flattened yet. I know it's going to happen. And by the way, this insanity appears to have no end in sight, actually. Uh, we'll still be talking about this at Christmas, which is now only a little over, about a month and a half away. And Easter, we'll still be talking about it at Easter. Shouldn't be having people over to visit for Easter. What a joke. Meanwhile, uh, we're still trying to decide who the President of the United States will be on January 21st. The media, most of them anyway, are convinced uh, that it is Joe Biden. The Republicans are a long way from giving up. They were in court today discussing the problems in Pennsylvania. When we come back, we will talk to the uh, Secretary of Hog of the uh, Press Secretary for the Trump campaign, Hogan Gidley, and get an update from him. Stick around. We're 
We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Stagerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. What happened to Carter Page should never happen to another American again. Page was a model citizen, a Naval Academy graduate, a successful businessman, and a cooperative source for U.S. intelligence services. But when Page became a supporter of Donald Trump, the FBI targeted him, spied on him, and persecuted him in a phony investigation. Now Carter Page is telling his story. In his compelling new book, Abuse and Power, Carter Page gives us the shocking details of being targeted by the Obama administration Justice Department, how he was kept under surveillance, and then finally vindicated. Abuse and Power by Carter Page is the story of a private citizen caught up in a politically motivated spying operation intended to frame him. The Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and their allies in the Justice Department and intelligence services lied and perverted justice in order to destroy a duly elected president. Abuse and Power, How an Innocent American Was Framed in an Attempted Coup Against the President, is the new book by Carter Page. Available now at Amazon and wherever books are sold. As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with Plug-In Pest-Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest-Free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical-free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. The campaign doesn't appear to be anywhere near giving up on overturning the election. Results in several states. Rudy Giuliani actually uh, argued to a federal judge here in Pennsylvania today that there was, quote, widespread national voter fraud in the election, and that's why Joe Biden got more votes. Hogan Gidley is the press secretary for the Trump 2020 campaign. He's become almost a regular on the show here. He joins us now. Hogan, thanks for coming back again. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. So are, are you uh, more or less confident about your case today than you were last Tuesday, a week after the election? Uh, I'm about the same. I was pretty confident mm-hmm. then. I, I feel like I'm confident now. I mean, there's some laws here that were you know, passed in these individual states, whether it be Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, other places, that you know, the, the, the elections have to follow 
those laws. And the mm-hmm. fact is, a lot of them didn't. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that all the legal votes are counted, that all the illegal votes aren't counted. And as of right now, we're finding massive numbers of votes that weren't, you know, signature verified, that uh, were cast with no one in the room to monitor the situation at all, and that were counted after Election Day, that dead people voted, all those types of things. And you notice how the media went from there is no fraud and then we showed them cases of dead people voting and everything else. They said, yeah, but it's not enough. So first of all, how much is okay? How mm-hmm. much fraud is okay for you before you report on it? But second is, um, we got a lot of votes out there. I think I said on your show last week, I mean, one, uh, 2.6 million in Pennsylvania alone that were counted in the mail with no signature verification. I mean, that's against state law. And so those things have to be looked at. They have to be determined. It looks like right now, we're on track to take them to several different courts, up to and including the Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah. Um, so why did the Trump campaign's attorneys bail out? That uh, got a lot of people's attention. Seems to me it's kind of a they kind of chickened out. They got some they got no, some criticism and they bailed. I, I saw that, and, and I'm not sure. Look, I, I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of different things go on out there. I mean, one of our attorneys was you know so many of the people who've been on this case, I should say, were attacked by the media were mm-hmm. doxxed, their private information given out. I mean, even one of the attorneys from one of the Pennsylvania firms attacked um, one of our folks, threatened them as well. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of this stuff is just at the last minute moving in different attorneys, shifting people in and out of, of courtrooms because of, you know, experience and other things. So it wasn't as big of a deal that, you know, the media made it to be. But the fact is we have a really strong legal team, up to and including Rudy Giuliani, uh, Jenna Ellis and others out there fighting Matt Morgan is incredible. He's inside of our office, too. And uh, they are really outlining some strong cases because each one's different. There are nuances all over the country in different states. And so while there may be overvoting in one and counting votes after Election Day in another state, um, you know, the, the, the no signature verification in a couple of the states, too. So each thing is different. Each of the laws are different. And so it's um, you know, kind of an interesting situation. So Pennsylvania's attorneys pushed back pretty hard today. They said it's uh, disgraceful that the Trump campaign, uh, and I guess it was Rudy Giuliani who was uh, asking uh, the judge to invalidate thousands of ballots. They said that's disgraceful. Well, (laughs) if the the ballots are cast um, illegally, why would that be disgraceful? What would be disgraceful is actually counting those ballots. I mean, that's the kind of thing that mm-hmm. that uh, is, is disgraceful and ridiculous. But look, there's only one party out there. Uh, you know, if you're talking about Republicans and d- Democrats, there's only one party who doesn't think you should have to show an ID to vote, doesn't think you should have to uh, put forth any Social Security number, any address, any signature, any proof of citizenship. And that's the Democrat Party. And why? Why is that? Why would you not want uh, to ensure our elections would be free, fair and and still trust and confidence in the American people. Why would you want people to vote if they aren't citizens of this country? These are the types of things Democrats have been fighting us on now for many, many years. And and sadly, this is when it's being exposed, but thankfully it is being exposed. Is is the campaign's case against Pennsylvania the best case, your best chance of winning? Uh, I don't know if it's the best case. We have have pretty strong cases in, in Michigan as well. Wisconsin, Georgia, too, pending some recount uh, access. The problem is, uh, you know, for people who are listening to us and you and me, um, one of the things I'm a little bit difficult uh, at actually doing is being patient. And we've Mm got to be patient here because obviously the the wheels of justice move very slowly and making sure that this election is counted in a proper manner is going to take a lot of time and it's going to take a lot of energy and it's going to take our attorneys putting together a really good case and showing all the instances in these various states, but also you know, having the proof to say, look, here are the problems, and these are significant. You've already seen some of these races overturned in many of these smaller areas, too, uh, because votes were found or glitches in software happened. And so you know, when you start to look at it all and you add them up, it becomes very problematic. It's the old adage from, I guess it's from a congressman or somebody who said, you know, a billion here and a billion there you know, sooner or later, you're talking about real money. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 10,000 votes here, 5,000 votes there. All of a sudden, you're talking about real votes. 
and uh, that, that's, that's kind of what we're seeing as, as more and more things crop up. We're talking to Hogan Gidley. He's the press secretary for the Trump 2020 campaign. Um, Hogan, Sidney Powell's gotten a lot of attention from, from her claims about the, uh, the Dominion voting machines. Uh, does she need a bombshell to get re, uh, real traction on this case? Because she's been uh, making noise as though she's got one ready. Yeah, look, I, I don't know what she needs to get traction on this case. As soon as she starts putting forth the evidence and the proof, I think the media are going to have to finally uh, cover it. Because right now, anything that we say or anything that we prove in court doesn't fit their narrative. Mm-hmm. And that is that they feel, you know, that um, that uh, as, as of right now, that Joe Biden is the president-elect. But, you know, only one state, I think, has certified anything, and that's Delaware, Joe Biden's home state. And in fairness to Joe, he did spend a lot of time there. You know, he did, <laughs> he did campaign almost exclusively in Delaware. So that makes a whole lot of sense. But look, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take for the media to kind of wake up and realize what's going on in this country. I mean, they have they have fallen so far short of what they're supposed to do as as journalists in this in this election, not to mention for the last four years. So I don't think you want to get me started on that. Um, she says there's so much evidence. It's like it's coming from a fire hose. That's a pretty strong uh, metaphor there. Are you aware of what she's talking about? Uh, I mean, maybe you can't say it now, and, and it, will it be a game changer? Yeah, I, I don't want to get too far into what she's talking about because I can't. But I, I can tell you, um, you know, we set up a hotline and we set up a website, and it was flooded with examples, with videos, with pictures showing all types of abuse and fraud going on in these various areas. And you know, you have to track all that down. You just can't walk into a courtroom without, you know, proving the evidence you're putting forward actually tells the story you want it to tell. And so I know our attorneys were working in overtime to make sure that, that uh, all that information was correct. And, and look, from what I've just been kind of picking up around the office, it, it really seems as though we've got some pretty strong cases in these states because the evidence is there. And um, it, it's, it's undeniable. And I know that you know, you're going to face some challenges when you're going up against Democrat, you know, secretaries of state and Democrat um, Supreme courts in these various states. But, uh, the fact is the American people, whether you voted for Joe Biden or you voted for Donald Trump, you deserve to know whether or not your elections are, are legitimate. And that's what we're going for here. Does this have to get to the Supreme court, uh, Hogan, to have any chance? I mean, to, is, uh, can it be decided be- uh, before it gets to that point? You'd hope not. Uh, you'd hope it could be decided earlier, but you know, partisanship is partisanship regardless of the level. And so that's mm-hmm. some of the stuff we're fighting in uh, in, in these states. Yeah, and um, so what's, what, what should we be hearing next? I mean, there's a deadline in Pennsylvania uh, coming up here pretty soon. What, what should we uh, be looking for in the next few days here? Well, the next few days, I think we're still out in front of uh, some judges here making the cases and also Georgia's recount, something big that's going on, too. Obviously, the recount isn't, isn't checking the validity of the vote or the validity of the, the ballots cast, that's a problem. If you're just going to recount everything that was done, if you're recounting illegal votes, then they're still illegal votes. So yeah, and is it, that's a little it's, problematic. It's, yeah, it's got to be more, uh, it has to be an audit more than just a recount, right? It has to, you have to see which, y- yes. which votes were counted exactly. and why. Exactly, exactly. So that's something we're pressing for in, in a lot of these areas to make sure that, that it's legitimate. I mean, we're just seeing too much of the same issue occurring all over the place and and you know when you look at the trend lines of the votes and and you have mail-in ballots for example typically in georgia you're looking at a three percent rejection rate right now they're at 0.03 percent rejection rate for mail-ins but yet you flooded the zone with brand new voters casting votes via mail for the first time and you think the rejection rate isn't going to go up it's going to go down instantly by the way i i just don't think it looks right now the, the anecdotal stuff like that, while is angering to all of our voters and all of our supporters, uh, we still need to prove all this in a court of law. And so we want to make sure what we're putting out there is actually real and legitimate news and real and legitimate information so that the, uh, the, the right vote tallies can be found. Last thing for uh, Hogan Gidley. Hogan, uh, again, kind of back to the, uh, the, the Sidney Powell, the bombshell thing. Is this going to uh, – is this – is this story going to not end, but uh, is, the, uh, is, the, is the climax going to be 
some kind of a major event, whether it's surrounding you know information that's disclosed or whatever it would be, is it going to take that? That's all of a sudden is going to there's going to be a big turnaround here, or is it going to be a gradual thing that's going to build up? I think it's going to be more gradual than a, a massive turnaround, only because when you're talking about tranches of votes in the tens of thousands, you're going to have to have a few of those break your way. Now, in Pennsylvania, for example, if you're talking 2.6 million votes that were counted, we believe, in error and against the Constitution of the United States, much less against the law in Pennsylvania, then you're talking about big tranches of votes. And, of course, then that sets a precedent for some of these other states as well. That, to me, is, is where this could go. I mean, those are some of our strongest grounds on which to argue, and I think that's what our attorneys are doing, is pointing to the fact that these state laws are, are made by the state legislatures. And the U.S. Constitution outlines very clearly that only the state's legislatures can make these rules and run their elections. But for whatever reason, politics plays a part in this. And you know what ends up happening in a lot of these states is the Democrat Party will sue the state. And then the Secretary of State, in a coordinated effort, decides, hey, I'll bail out the state by allowing votes to be counted after the fact, for example. And then the Supreme Court, which is also partisan, says, sure, I think that's a good idea. Let's do that. And so it really strips away integrity from the process. That can't happen. The legislatures are designed to set these things up. You can't have a, a, a you know, a, a single office holder decide, hey, I'm going to change the way we vote here in this state just weeks before an election and not have input from the very body that's designed to do this, the state's legislatures, uh, and, and the very body that the uh, Supreme Court of the United States gives the authority uh, to, to, to do them uh, and conduct them. Hey, Hogan, uh, always good to have you on. I didn't think we'd still be needing to talk to you two weeks after the election, but here we are. Thanks again, though. <laughs> no problem. Anytime. Thanks so much. All right. That's Hogan Gidley, and i got a couple minutes left here. I want to get right to this, uh, just because a lot of this is based on um, machines and counting by machines. And uh, in case you haven't heard this, this is Bernie Sanders talking about the vote in Ohio in 2004. I'm pretty sure that was 16 years ago. But I agree with millions of American citizens that no American should have to wait four hours to cast a vote. I agree with tens of millions of Americans who are very worried that when they cast the ballot on an electronic voting machine, that there is no paper trail to record that vote in the event of a recount. What today is about is to demand that the federal government begin to move forward to guarantee that every voter in America feels secure and confident that all of the votes cast in this country are counted accurately and that all of our voters are treated with respect and dignity. That is what democracy is about, and that is what John we are fighting is- for. Yeah, so uh, that was uh, it's, it's amazing because Bernie gets more annoying every day, and that was, uh, that was 16 years ago. So just imagine how annoying he is now. Uh, speaking of annoying... Um, just remember, as we're going through this, um, in case you've forgotten, what Hillary said uh, about a couple of months before the election. Listen, we know more about what they're going to do. And, you know, Joe Biden should not concede under any circumstances, because I think this is going to drag out. And eventually, I do believe he will win if we don't give an inch. Yeah, so. Hillary says, don't concede no matter what. Well, isn't that kind of what uh, President Trump is doing, not conceding no matter what? Um, and just imagine if this, if, if the situation were reversed and Donald Trump had won and the Democrats had found what, um, what the Republicans appear to have found with the, what goes on with the uh, voting machines, with maybe hundreds of thousands if not millions of vote just votes just switched just imagine the difference in the media reaction to all this if it were Donald Trump who had won and the uh, the apoplectic democrats who hate Donald Trump so much and had dreams of beating him again just imagine if the situation were reversed uh and i i still think that uh they're going to need a bombshell from from uh sydney uh 
Powell, and that's what it's going to take. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Almost half the states now have tightened their coronavirus restrictions amid a rise in the number of infections nationwide. 166,000 new cases reported yesterday. That news came amid reports of significant progress in work on a coronavirus vaccine. The CEOs of Twitter and Facebook defending their safeguards against disinformation in the presidential election. Testifying before Congress today, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg told a hearing of the Senate Judiciary Committee they had strong programs in place to protect their platforms from being used to disseminate falsehoods or to discourage people from voting in the upcoming Georgia elections. Stocks lower today. The Dow lost 167 points. The Nasdaq off 24. This is SRN News. If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up. We'll also consolidate your bills into one easy-to-manage monthly payment and negotiate much lower interest rates. Not only will you find immediate relief, you'll save thousands. And don't worry, it's not a loan. It's a smart way to get back on track. All you have to do is give Trinity a quick call, and we'll take care of the rest. Right now, no one really knows what the future will bring, but one thing is for sure. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Here's the number. Call one 800 936-5496. That's 1-800-936-5496. Charlie Kirk sees more media bias during the election. All the networks are involved in this. President Donald Trump defied every single tracking poll. President Donald Trump won decisively in Florida, decisively in Iowa, decisively in Ohio. And they didn't want to call those states, but they were very quick to call Virginia instantaneously as soon as polls closed. We still have states where Trump is up 100,000 votes and they haven't called it. The Charlie Kirk Show, afternoons at 2, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job, it's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Your outbound delays on the parkway east about an extra four minutes from Bait Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. On the inbound side, congested into the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway west, a little tap of the brakes inbound, making your way to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. 6th Street downtown shut down with construction between Penn Avenue and Fort Duquesne Boulevard. That goes through early January. 51 under construction at Spring Run Road. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. 
We'll see a couple of evening flurries, otherwise mostly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 27. Tomorrow, breezy and cold with some clouds, then sunshine, the high 41. Tomorrow night, clear skies with a low of 30. Thursday will be windy with plenty of sunshine and a high of 59. Mild Friday with times of clouds and sun and a high of 60. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. So can uh, Donald Trump do it? Can he turn this thing around and uh, prove that the uh, election was uh, fraudulent on a massive scale? He's trying, as you just heard uh, Hogan Gidley say a few minutes ago. Now, there's a, I got, a, I got a, a video I want you to, a sound that's actually sound. I think it's radio, so you won't be able to see it. But it's a, the, a video that was on YouTube uh, put up there by uh, Sh- Shane Vaughn. He's a pastor from a little town in Mississippi. Uh, and he decided to do this little video for his small congregation be- just so they would keep the faith. And he didn't. He was stunned when this uh, video went viral. It's been seen by more than a million people now, uh, and it's 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 kind of long, but it's it's such a well done uh, uh, little piece of uh, work here by this guy. Not just because of what he explains and how he explains it, but it's such a folksy, uh, really simplified look at what could possibly happen here uh, with the way this. Um, presidential election is still going on actually uh so i want you to listen to this but i, I also keep in mind I, since i since i decided to, to um put this on the air i found out some things about this guy he was uh he spent some time in prison he's a young guy he's a young young looking guy i don't know how old he is but he looks pretty young he spent some spent some time in prison for some financial uh dealings he got involved in and uh that's when he said he turned his life around and and uh found religion and he has this little congregation, and it's kind of a um, it, it's kind of out there with some of their beliefs. It's a Christian con- a congregation, but they have uh, Sabbath on Friday nights, and it's, it's this guy is uh, he's out there a little bit. But uh, with all that in mind, it's still you should still listen to this just because I think it's pretty entertaining and pretty informative. Check it out, Shane Vaughn. Okay, everybody, come back into class now. Get you get in your seat. And get your pencils and your your notebooks and everybody settle down. What happens if President Donald Trump does not concede the election? Mm-hmm. I talked about it in a previous video, but I'm gonna I'm gonna cut right to the chase. It's happened two times in history. It happened in 1800. It's happened in 1824. And if you'll remember, Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden not to concede. You remember that? Before this election, she told him, do not concede. You know why she told him that? I hate to say it, smart woman. She knows the law. But most Americans don't. Most of you watching me don't know it. I didn't know it. But now I do, and knowledge is power. And I promise you, Donald Trump knows what I'm fixing to tell you. So do all of his lawyers. Okay, so here's what happens. Real, real simple. The most powerful thing that keeps the peace in the United States of America is not required by law. It's just a custom. And um, it's called a concession speech. We've been doing it for a long time, but there's no law that requires a concession speech. However, it does aid in the peaceful transfer of power. So normally, when a presidential candidate is in a fight for the presidency. It's a powerful position. It's like a throne, a king fighting for his throne. He has supporters. And those supporters are literally ready to fight, if you will, for their guy. Hey, that's just the way it works, folks. It's been that way since the dawn of time. At the moment of the concession speech is when those people that support this guy are pretty much given the green light to simmer down, go back home. It's all over. It's a surrender. It's a white flag of surrender. But it is not required in the Constitution. It's simply a custom. It's a wonderful custom. Once a president concedes, the battle is over. 
There's no more legal fighting. There's nothing. Everything after that just sort of happens with a rubber stamp. Then the electors get together. They cast their votes in Washington, D.C. The president is officially elected, and the votes are certified. And that certification gives that man the presidency. But more importantly, his concession speech from the opponent is what gives him legitimacy and a transfer without drama. But two times in our history, presidents did not concede the election. Why? Well, not because they were trying to be rambunctious, but just like Al Gore, they knew that something was off and they were not ready to give up a fight with a margin less than 1% in all the battleground states. According to the law, Georgia is going to be recounted. We do not have any official result anywhere in the nation. Pennsylvania is going to be recounted. Arizona is still being counted. Nevada is going to be recounted. We have a total recount coming. Now, after that recount, the president has legal options to go to court to prove irregularity. So, Let's just say that none of that works, and the president still will not concede the election. The Constitution, Article Amendment 12 of the United States Constitution, gives you the answer of what will happen. If they cannot rule on it in the court, and he does not concede, and there's no certification of an undisputable majority, then we go to the House of Representatives. When we get to the House of Representatives, there are 475 members of that House. The election is null and void at that point. It's like it never happened. The numbers do not matter any longer. This has happened twice in history. I got a feeling it's fixing to happen again. At that moment, the election becomes obsolete, and now the president will be elected by the Congress, the House of Representatives. Now, immediately, that, that strikes fear in the heart of a conservative because guess who controls the House? The Democrats. But not so fast. The Constitution goes on to say in that article that each state in the Congress gets one vote, not each representative. Each state gets one vote for the president. Well, there are 50 states in the House. Of those 50, 37 are Republican. At that moment, a Republican Congress will officially, constitutionally vote in the next president. Why do you think Donald Trump has not conceded? He knows these things that I'm telling you. He understands that there was illegitimate votes cast. He understands that votes are still going on. Now, he may get tired of the fight. I don't know. I don't think he is, though. But he does have a constitutional remedy to his dilemma. This is going to be interesting to watch. But remember, Hillary Clinton told Joe Biden, do not concede no matter what. And why did she tell him that? Because she knows what I'm telling you. And so Joe Biden has won a few battleground states with less than 1%. Those are automatic recounts. We will not have a winner till we have a certification. If we can't get a certification that's not contested in the courts, it will go to the House of Representatives just before Inauguration Day. Now you might know why the panther is getting real quiet in the background. Wait for the attack. I'm not saying that's how it's going to go, but the Constitution foresaw this. The Constitution made a way for an illegitimate election to be overturned in the House of Representatives. So class is dismissed, and now you know the truth. <laughs> I guess that's the truth. Uh, that's Shane Vaughn. He's a pastor in Mississippi. 
He did that uh, while sitting in his car outside of someplace in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was hoping to show it to them. They have a very small congregation. He expected it to just go to them. And it went viral, and uh, over a million people have seen it. So I just thought that was pretty cool. I, I just, I, and I guess you almost have to see it to, uh, to really appreciate it because you see his uh, just the way he looks, and he looks into the camera, and he's 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 really he should be a televangelist. Actually, he's really good at uh, communicating on camera. But uh, that's uh, Shane Baum. When we come back, I'm going to switch gears a little bit here. I want to talk about an unbelievably good piece written by a guy who I think might be the smartest man in America right now, and that would be um, a guy who works for um, Fox. No, no, now he works for uh, Outkick.com. I've told you about him uh, quite a bit, and that's Jason Whitlock. Stick around. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard Queen Premium My Pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. Originally sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. Kings are only five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard Queen Premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to Vantage Point Software for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance, or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is John Stoggerwald from my friends at Marley Financial. And every agency offers the same stuff, well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Thanks to Genesis 950, I can have guests for the holidays without the shame of pet stains and odors. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can even be used in a carpet cleaning machine. And it's green, so it's safe for my family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial strength 
Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for floors, bathrooms, kitchens, garages, grease stains, wheels, tires, decreasing engines, and upholstery. Need a holiday gift for a pet owner? They will love Genesis 950. It's available on Amazon. However, if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you will receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and discount using code SALEM. That's Genesis950.com. Genesis950.com. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I've uh, made it pretty clear on this uh, radio program that I'm a big fan of Jason Whitlock, and I've uh, I've also mentioned that I uh, he's blocked me on Twitter a long time ago, years ago, and uh, never unblocked me. So I I can't communicate with him on Twitter. I think I'm trying to think of what it was that. Um, I'm pretty sure what it was that he blocked me for. Uh, there was a discussion going on. I forget what it, you know the the whole gist of it, but I tried to make the point, which I've made many times, and I think is true, that it would have been much better for everybody if the first black president had been a conservative, because then it would have if if the if the racism that liberals and supporters of Barack Obama and just liberals in general. Uh, say it really exists among Republicans and conservatives, then they would have been especially critical of Obama because of, uh, well, if they would have been especially critical of a black president, then their racism would have been pretty much exposed because if they agreed with him philosophically, they're, the only reason that you could uh, come up with for them to be extremely critical of him would be because he's black, and, that, and then you could, you could maybe uh, credibly accuse them of racism. But I don't think that liberals and conservatives had any less love for Barack Obama than they had for Bill Clinton. And there's obviously some racists out there that would, no matter which um, side of the um, spectrum the person was on if he's black they wouldn't like him because he's black they're always going to be out there but so anyway that was the point i wanted to make to jason whitlock and uh i don't maybe i didn't make it very well or just didn't he didn't feel like buying it or maybe he thinks it was a stupid uh stupid comment but he he uh, blocked me so that's you know that's twitter for you which is i uh, guess which i have less patience for every day by the way but anyway uh jason uh, whitlock is that you can find him at outkick.com he's come over there he's at espn then he went to Fox Sports 1, and uh, in the last couple of months, he's uh, moved over to OutKick, and he's there, uh, He's the big guy over there now. And he's black, and he's not a big fan of Black Lives Matter. He's not a big fan of uh, Colin Kaepernick. So he wrote a piece today, uh, and the headline for it is, uh, Black Pride Religion Ordained by White Liberals Taking Black People in America Straight to Hell. That's what he says. And his point is that, well, I'll just read a little bit of it. The objection is to the culture, not the people. The objection is to the people manipulating and controlling the culture, not the people being manipulated and controlled. The puppet masters want you to read my words as a rebuke of black people. It's a rebuke of the puppet masters, the organizers of of the unapologetically black Olympics that I referenced last week in columns that explored comedian Dave Chappelle's Saturday Night Live monologue. He he wrote a a great column about that. But he says, I'm repulsed by the people who have worked tirelessly for more than 400 years to convince black black people that our skin color uh, is uh, our, our most prized asset and defining characteristic. This conceit originally led to our physical enslavement. It has now led to our mental enslavement. The stewards of the zeitgeist, that is the spirit, mood, characteristics of a particular time in history, have persuaded black people to pursue blackness above all else, above faith, intelligence, and freedom. He makes a great point. Uh, and he says, and you know, there's only a black guy can write this because he can speak to it because he's, he's lived it. Uh, no white guy can. No white guy like me, for, for sure. That's, you know, I, I can't, but I just, I find this guy to be unbelievably uh, smart, and um, uh, just, it's hard to disagree with much that he writes. And so he writes uh, about the, uh, the, they persuaded black people to pursue blackness above all else, above faith, intelligence, and freedom. And he says, I object passionately. This blinding, irrational pursuit is leading to the destruction of black people and the destabilization of our country. 
the root of my disdain is biblical. He's a very religious guy uh, and, and says so often. He says, 60 years ago, the hallmark of uh, black culture was religious faith. It carried us through slavery, Jim Crow segregation, lynching, and was the power source of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s civil rights movement. In 1965, political sociologist Daniel Patrick Moynihan authored what would come to be known as the Moynihan Report, a study of the Negro family, the case for national action. That was the name of the study. Written to influence uh, President Johnson's policies regarding America's black and white racial dilemma, the 16,000-word Moynihan Report spelled out the devastating impact of 350 years of racial oppression on the black family. It predicted that the growing matriarchy defining black culture would undermine the progress of black people in a Western society built for patriarchal families. That was uh, all based on the the welfare system that was uh, rewarding... um, people for having split uh, homes, you know, a woman, uh, not li- a man not living at home. Now you've got more money and welfare. Today, the Moynihan Report reads like a biblical prophecy. Fifty-five years ago, Moynihan argued that black people's survival in America was a modern miracle. A lesser people might simply have died out, as indeed others have. And then uh, Matlock says, uh, um, we... Uh, Whitlock, I should say, says, we didn't die out because of our religious faith. The world's primary source of hope, faith in a higher power, made our spirit unbreakable. He says the Moynihan Report was written to make the case that America should take extraordinary measures to invest in the black nuclear family. It was written as a rebuttal of President Johnson's Great Society Initiative. The Johnson administration disavowed the Moynihan Report and its author. The mainstream media spent the next several years framing Moynihan as a racist, of course. And he says, over the last 55 years, the stewards of American culture have worked to disconnect black people from our religious faith, our salvation. Black pride, he says, uh, black pride is our new religion. Our skin color and the degenerate behaviors white liberals have deemed as authentically black have become the hallmarks of black culture. There's nothing blacker than repeatedly saying nigga in public spaces or having a baby mama daddy. Uh, or dealing drugs to survive poverty. The highest form of blackness is being a victim of racism, especially if it involves a white cop. And then he says, according to the stewards of the zeitgeist, George Floyd is 100 times blacker than Dr. Ben Carson. Check out the whole piece at uh, outkick.com and, and read all of his stuff there. You'll, you, you will never go wrong reading a Jason Whitlock column. I'm glad I got a chance to read a little bit of one here today. And uh, we'll see where we are in this election tomorrow. Something new every day. I'll talk to you then. See ya. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.